Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another preview edition of The Ralph Report. Here we are, less than a week away from the actual premiere of The Ralph Report. I cannot wait to bring you whatever it is that I bring you Monday through Friday, each and every morning here in the uh, Southern California region. But you'll get me via podcast so you can listen to me anytime you want. And again, we're almost at 3,000 subscribers on patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. So I want to thank everyone who has stepped up and who has dedicated their time and their money and their support to what we're doing here with the Ralph Report. It means the world to me. So many of you folks, when I lost my job on the radio, said, I'll pay to listen to you in the mornings. Well, here's your chance to put your mouth where your money is and your money where your mouth is and put your mind on your money and your money on your mind and sip on your gin and juice or whatever else you want to drink. We'd love to have you on board with the Ralph Report when we premiere on January 22nd, Monday, January 22nd, the very first Ralph Report. And uh, the first week's going to be great. I promise you, we're going to have a celebrity interview. We're going to have a brand new edition of Sex University. People are still asking for it. They're curious to know about human sexuality. And I just happen to know a thing or two or four. So I will bring that to you. Uh, And of course, we will have all season long one of my favorite segments known as The Bachelor Report. And we're going to do that today as this very special preview edition of The Ralph Report. The Bachelor Report is a thing I used to do on the radio, but I didn't do it alone. No, I did it with one of my bestest buddies, a very funny, talented broadcaster in his own right, former star of USC football, and now can be heard on the Petrus and Money Show each and every day covering the world of sports. He is super talented, a really nice guy, but more importantly, he's as obsessed with the Bachelor world as I am, and it's so good to be reunited with my friend Petros Papadakis as we look at this week's episode of The Bachelor on the brand new Reborn Bachelor Report. It's like they're on the show to get roses instead of finding true love. Everyone knows you find love on shows. The one you adore on The Bachelor. And now here's more The Bachelor. Petros, good to have you again, sir, with me, looking at The Bachelor from last night. I really appreciate it, sir. It's my pleasure, Ralph, and and thank you for having me, and I'm ready to rock and roll on the new podcast. (laughs) All right. You are on The Ralph Report. We're taking a look at The Bachelor from last night, and the group date, of course, was the GLOB, Petros. It was the gorgeous ladies of Bachelor Wrestling, a throwback, if you will, to the 80s, and uh, those girls were... They were just, they, I don't think they knew what they were in for, quite frankly. No, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I've kind of shunned my wrestling past, you know, but in the 80s when I was a young man, I, I really did love the glow wrestling and the WWF, and I found myself kind of into this. I was kind of into the the bumper cars or the demolition derby last week. You know, these, these are not bad group dates, Ralph. I mean, these are not... Uh, 
these are not just thrown together group dates, you know, where they're on Hollywood Boulevard making out with random strangers and crackheads. This is some good stuff. I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the instructors really getting after the girls and and pushing them to the edge of their uh, emotions. But they're ultra violent. So far, we've had demolition derby, and now and now semi-professional wrestling. Well, it's America, Ralph. Why are you turning your back on what America <laughs> is? It's sex and violence. I mean, you know what sells, Ralph? If if it was something else we'd be watching the tempest from eight to ten on on abc for god's sakes you know i mean people want to watch you know people good looking people act stupid and beat up on each other and we got a good taste of that i I liked how those old cougars came out and make the made the girls a little uncomfortable and you know what the girls took the blow and they sucked it up and they went out and performed. I, I thought everybody was well represented for the most part. Uh, you're talking, of course, about former glow wrestlers, the farmer's daughter and little Egypt who showed up to, uh, to teach the girls, <laughs> to mentor the girls. And uh, the far- farmer's daughter has not aged well, if I may say so. Little Egypt, a little better, I think, than farmer's daughter. No, she daughter. looked good. Yeah. I liked the evil eye she had painted on her, on her, her, her withered bicep. <laughs> But the farmer, the farmer's daughter looked. Uh, yeah, she looked like. Uh, yeah. the, she looked like times are hard in the dust bowl. <laughs> she'd been you out. Know what I'm saying? She's been out in the pasture, maybe working a little too hard in the fields. Thanks. And Ari, being- Gra- grapes of grapes of wrath, or the old, the old ghost of Tom Joad is coming around. <laughs> <laughs> and Ari, being the dullard that he is, did not quite understand uh, what what terms were used in wrestling. Here's a little clip of him being confused. I don't know anything about wrestling. I'm a race car driver. I think I've watched one wrestling fight match. What is it called? I don't even know. He sucks, Ralph. He's, he's not. I mean, he's not a sharp guy. No, he's not strong. He's not strong in the mind. This is going to be one of those years we have to really depend on the women and uh, their craziness to pull us through entertainment-wise. And we and we we can because we have like Bibiana. Bibiana is is on board. The uh, the fiery Cubano from Miami Beach. She has got a lot of uh, hostility brewing inside her, which I love. And Little Egypt sort of, uh, I think, sparked some of that when she came at her, questioning her name and whether her mother knew how to spell or not when she named her. Here's a clip. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the motivation. Oh, did I say something to hurt your feelings? Uh, sympathetic. Oh, but you were, honey. <laughs> Is that okay? No, it's not. Oh, what's your name? Bibiana. How do you spell that? B-I-B-I-A-N-A. Does your mom know how to spell when she gave you that name? It just doesn't even make sense. Bibiana, what is that? I don't know. She was just like, did your mom know how to spell when she gave you that name? And I'm just like, bitch, you don't even know my mom. What is it with me? Like, do I just have a magnet for, like, challenge me? I thought it was a low blow. It was. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we are all a little confused with the difference between the B and the V and its pronunciation in uh, in the Spanish language. But I didn't think Little Egypt, especially being from North Africa, you'd think she'd be more <laughs> sensitive. Well, I thought, first of all, I'd like to refer to Bibiana as Bubiana because, let's face it, she, she's got she's got him, right? Are you with me? She's fat. I, I think, you know, I really think she was an undercover catch in this situation. Yes. But, well, who am I? But she did not fare well under the mentorship of the uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. and uh, some, For a while. 
Yeah, she came around, but Tia was crying because she didn't like it either. She she felt intimidated by these women, and I can understand that. These women are coming at them and trying to trying to spur them on and get them fired up and try to get but them. But Ralph, to- not to make it something different, but isn't it a millennial thing at this point, Ralph? Nobody can <laughs> say anything to anybody without people. It is. People get so butthurt now. If You're you saying they're soft? You're so, they're saying they're soft? People are just soft. I mean, I spent my life in a restaurant getting yelled at, and then on the football field getting yelled at, and then at a liquor warehouse getting yelled at. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, you know, that's what I, and you know what I do? I yell at my kids. They'll be tough by the time they grow up. Oh, yes. It's a wonderful cycle. All I'm saying is, you know, it's wrestling, for goodness sake. The 22-year-old tennis ball head nanny had it figured out, Becca. Oh. You know, why, why can't Bibby and, uh, and uh, Tia have it figured out? I love, That's me, all I love me some Becca. Becca was the sex kit, and that was her persona. Crystal, crazy Crystal, she was the cougar who had spots, by the way. I don't believe cougars have spots, but who am I to, to argue with her? And of course they brought. Yeah, and you know I had a problem with the who wants to be the uh, the lunch lady with a fake mole. <laughs> how's that supposed? To, how's that supposed to turn on the Bachelor? I mean, isn't this supposed to be like a sexual thing? This whole thing. She was who the would only be the one. Lunch? Oh. She was the only one who had sort of a, a hideous persona versus all the other sexy ones that were inside the ring. <laughs> And Becca noticed that there was a Marik and Lauren B. were not quite grasping, I think, the, the nature, the true nature of professional wrestling. And they just were slowly sort of grinding up against each other in a, a very erotic sort of dance that was going on inside the ring there. Marik and Lauren B. were doing this, like, sensual dance, basically. Like, the way they're touching each other is just, like, almost like a caress. So as they're, like, turning in circles, I, like, thought they were about to make out or something. This is, like, so weirdly sexual. It was like the first night of uh, two go-go dancers in the same cage that don't know what to do at Studio 54 in the the mid-'80s. It was tough. It was tough to watch. But we got through it. We got through it, Ralph. It wasn't, you know, this is hard to watch, but there's been dumber bachelors with a worse crop of women. You know, we've seen so much over the years that we can be grateful for the terrible uh, entertainment that we have. So, Becca, young... Young, delicious little pixie minx Becca. She got the rose from that uh, from that group date, and that made Crystal all the more fired up. She's decided that maybe she needs to uh, improve her game. I'm just a little confused as to why Becca M was given a rose, and I'm not just gonna sit and watch all these relationships form when I have this amazing foundation with Ari. So I'm gonna have to really step up my game and be more aggressive. How could you be any more aggressive? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Where, where, like she's already wearing like only a belt. You know, she like <laughs> she's dressed like Cher on the on the on the deck of that aircraft carrier. I mean, that's literally how she dresses all the time. <laughs> nice reference uh, to if I could turn back time. Yeah, you remember with like the butt flaws. I do. The, yes. You know, she's got the plunging J Lo Grammy uh, P Diddy date neckline thing going. I mean, and every whatever. time there's a chance to talk to this guy, she's the first one to leap into the fray. Yeah, I don't know what else she's supposed to do, but you know, aggressiveness seems to be uh, kind of the 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 letter of the day because there was that one girl kind of riding him like he was a Sibian. Uh, we'll talk Did about Jenna. We'll talk about Jenna later on in this uh, in this recap. Well, Absolutely, yeah. 
this guy doesn't really have anything to offer except for serious heavy petting, Ralph. He, and I think that's going to be the theme throughout. He's willing to kiss them all, that's for sure. Well, almost well, all. Well, everybody not, but one. Not Annalise. Yeah, we'll get to that as well. But uh, He had a one-on-one date with Lauren S. where he flew her up to Napa. And she just lost. Bad choice. Oh, what? If you ever been on a date, I know this has happened to you, where you take a girl, like you know, for a weekend somewhere, and you realize early in that weekend that this is a terrible choice, and how are you going to make the best of this? Once she That's starts, what happened here. Once she starts rambling about her family and and her mother's eye infection and everything else that she would just not shut up about, we all realized that he was in a world of hurt. Here's a clip of her going off and rambling about her personal life. I don't know. I feel like there's power in problems. And, yeah. You know, I have been so blessed with an amazing family, which I do want to talk to you about tonight. Um, But, like, my mom and dad, and I I will tell you, but it's just they're amazing. And I have amazing friends. But, like, that's the piece that's missing. Okay, so it was my senior year in college. Mm -hmm. I um, called my mom on Mother's Day. And she got like a really weird eye infection. And that's why music's such a big part of my life too. So I've read, and I don't know if this is actually science. I'm probably going to get corrected on this. And he's, it, It's painful. Yeah, he said, uh, you know what? I can't give you this, Rose, because I, I fucking can't listen to you for another fucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> and we can curse now on the podcast, Pete, so it's okay. Yeah, no, he, that's pretty much, you know, that, that was... Uh, he was at least honest, and she knew it was happening. And, you know, sadly, that happens to me from time to time. I hate myself more than that poor girl could ever imagine hating herself. Well, she realized that, she couldn't shut up. She just couldn't She couldn't help herself. Yeah, and she said, I, I don't know what's happening to me, but it's happening. And it was almost like an out-of-body experience. It was almost like she was watching someone else. And she even said, I'm sorry. I've lost my mind. And he said, you're correct. Goodbye. Goodbye. But he, he didn't have to wave the rose around at her, Ralph. That was kind of cruel to pick it up and like put it in front of her and then go, no, bad girl. That's, no that's a new style they do. They make them hold the rose in front of their face and kind of wave it around and, and make them like a dog, which is not cool. It's like waving a milk bone around. It's not, that's, it's not humanitarian. Speaking of dogs, our next group date was some sort of dog training, dog show, dog circus thing I, I wasn't quite sure what was going on i just knew they had decided that they were going to teach the girls how to train dogs and to get them all out there and uh, they did so with annalise now annalise from last week's episode we remember she was the one with the traumatic bumper car accident she is the one who had gone through that and yeah and the vein she has a vein <laughs> through the top of her head which is a uh, seems to supply a lot of blood to her face. She does have a pulsating vein in her forehead for sure. <laughs> but you may remember last week they gave us that brilliant reenactment of her bumper car trauma when she was going Yeah, that was that. good. You know, you got to give the production uh, the tip of the hat with that. And they recreated the, her dog issues pretty well as well. <laughs> She's also afraid of dogs and bumper cars. And uh, they did indeed let us recount her horrible uh, childhood dog trauma. Here it is. When I was a little girl, my parents were out of the country, and I was staying at my grandparents, and they had a dog. Her name was Sunshine, and she was an old dog, and I was playing with her, and she just, you know, didn't like it anymore and bit. And I almost lost my eye. So she got put on doggy 
uh, shit duty. She just was scooping <laughs> up the doggy shit, so she didn't have to actually confront any of the actual canines, which I thought was kind of them. Well, yeah, it was for the best, because they didn't need another meltdown. They figured they would get a couple more out of her before they said goodbye. And then they brought Fred Willard on board, which I was happy to see him. It was nice to see Fred Willard, and I know that they bring major stars, you know, on these uh, things like you and Jimmy Kimmel and people <laughs> of that nature. But I, I kind of felt sad seeing Fred Willard there. Uh, he does deserve better, doesn't he? I thought he was above it, just yeah. to me, yeah, you me know. Too. But I saw Fred Willard once at the radio station that I work at, and he was like in like an old like 1992 sweatsuits, you know, the ones that make a lot of noise when you walk around. <laughs> yeah. And like he just, I mean, he just looks so sad, and I think a lot of comedians are that way, you know. Not football analysts. No, not at all. <laughs> Only comedians. No we're, no, we're a jolly bunch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Chris did Big Fred on board to uh, sort of recreate his role from Best in Show, and here's how that went. Mr. Fred Willard is here helping us out. Fred, we couldn't have a dog show without somebody Best in Show. I mean, if anybody knows this business, it's you. I'm such a fan of the show, and to see that Ari is, is courting these girls... Doggy style. I don't know if that's the right term. It's always good to hear old uh, uh, Buck Laughlin. <laughs> <laughs> and have him throw doggy style around on The Bachelor. I was happy to hear it this year. Then there was the after party, and Ari was just going around making out with pretty much everybody. And getting, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ari likes the juice a little bit. I think he likes to cocktail it up because he seemed a little loaded at certain points during the show that uh, last night. He has a loose man of leisure kind of style. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a Dean Martin sort of uh, rope-a-dope style with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he was with Becca Kay, who he went on the first one-on-one -on -one date with, and they were talking about, oh, you're a dork, no, you're a dork, and he just sounded kind of sloppy. Here's here's a little clip from that. And I want to know as much as I can about you, you yeah. know? I want to know as much as I can about you. I feel like you're a little bit of a dork. You are just as much as a dork as I am. No, I totally am. When I saw you hula hooping with your neck, I was like, yes. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw that you were sitting there, I was like, See, you like, look really good in yoga pants, by the way. <laughs> and then it was on to the final cocktail party, the uh, the finale, if you will. Everyone desperately trying to get some time with Ari. And poor Annalise, I kind of felt sorry for her. She knows Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> this is pathetic. And you know the worst part about this, Ralph, and you know how this freaking works. It's not just Annalise running around feeling insecure and collapsing in her, in her own doubt. It's a bunch of producers hanging on the poor woman yeah. saying, oh, you haven't kissed him yet. You ain't done nothing Everybody yet. Everybody else has kissed window. him. Yeah. They got her looking out the window like, like Melissafent, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, watching the other girls make out with him. And he's literally, like, not just making out with these girls. He's dry humping them. There's friction. There, yeah. There's that girl mounting him. I mean, there's all these girls just full-on making out with this dude, like hardcore, heavy petting. And he won't kiss Annalise because she sucks. And everybody <laughs> just keeps pointing it out to her. And it's horrible. They tried to mentally break her. I'm glad you brought up Jenna. Jenna was the one who was literally straddling him like you would pay good money for in a strip club to get that kind of lap dance, really. She was just... Was she drunk or just very, being... 
Both. Because you know when a woman is like overdoing it, trying to be all cat-like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but she was... Like Michelle Pfeiffer in, in uh, the, the Batman 2. But she was juiced up and horny and also asking him, I'm everything you need. What is, what is it? Do you have any questions for me? While she's like grinding her vulva against his, I can only imagine, tiny erect cock. At that and here's what that sounded like. I don't know. He's kind of tall. Of all the things that you're looking for. Yeah. Do you have any like you know questions or concerns about me? I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> and then poor Annalise, she she refreshes up her makeup and she decides to march down there and she's gonna just ask him out and out, hey, what's up there, Ari Lion Dyke Jr., former race car driver, current realtor? What's up with you and you and me not kissing? What's up with that? And he's and he just he just lays her out right there on on the the settee outside, just just <laughs> destroys her. Yeah, I think you know, I think going into the rose ceremony, like, I really hadn't put much thought to it, but now that we're sitting here and talking, like, mm-hmm. and I'm, and you're asking me, like, directly, yeah. I really don't feel like there could be a future for us. I'm sorry. And He's too stupid to do it, Ralph, yeah. in, a, uh, in, a, in, in a more, uh, I guess, uh, how would you put it, in a more euphemistic type of way. He doesn't let him down easy so to speak, because he's too dumb and drunk and too much of an international man of mystery playboy. <laughs> he does and, lay her out and just, it's, 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 I guess it's not cold because it's better than her going through the rose ceremony, but he did not make any bones about the fact that there was no way that was going to happen. Well, it's just really interesting. I mean, this guy does not discern. I mean, he makes out with a potted plant. You know, what was it about this girl that he didn't like because obviously he makes out with all of them and sends them home like there's no problem you know he stocks them deep and sells them cheap like crazy Gideon <laughs> but but what was it about Annalise that really bothered him did I she have imagine. hot breath you know we don't know we can't smell her breath through the screen she obviously had issues with the bumper cars and the dogs she was, was dramatic I but all these just, women are dramatic but i think she smelled of just desperation and fear i think it was her just her bad background of being terrified by bumper cars and small dogs as a child made her just a, just just stink of fear well, don't they all stink of desperation? They're but on the some, bachelor. Yeah, but some can cover it up. Like the, the girl I mentioned before, the, the Becca, the little uh, nanny, the little young nanny with the pixie haircut. Oh, yeah. She knows exactly what buttons to push. She was telling him earlier in the episode, you don't like me because you know you can't handle me, and I don't need you, and that's why you need me. I mean, she was working him like, uh, like, a, like a backhoe, and he just had yeah. no idea what was going on. He didn't go to college. Well, no, he's a race car driver. He doesn't need no, to. No, he's an idiot. He, you know, not that working at the Pizza Hut isn't isn't uh, noble, but I don't think I don't think he's ready for that tennis ball head. I hope she wins. She's the best girl by far. Yes, by far. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Annalise is gone, and Lauren S is gone with her rambling uh, nature from that that one on one date. So only one girl. I don't been... know what's wrong with me. What's happening to me? Why am I doing this? Why is this happening? Why do I keep doing it? Why can't I shut up? 
So uh, one, only one girl had to be sent home during the rose ceremony, and sadly for all involved, at least in my opinion, was the lovely Cubano Bibiana. Bibiana got sent home from uh, from Florida, FLA, and I uh, I was just sad to see her go because I thought she had spunk, and I thought she was going to tangle some more with Crystal, and they were going to get into it, and I was sad to see her not get the rose. I don't deserve this. And someone needs to just give me a break. I am broken. And I want everyone to know that I have tried. So he can't take it, Ralph. That's, yeah. He couldn't. She was too much of a hot pepper. Too much for woman him. for him. And it's too bad. You know, you'd think the production would make her stick around just to fight it out with Crystal for a little while. I was shocked when I got the news that she was uh, that she was let go. Absolutely blown away, Ralph. And I'm sad about it because, you know, I didn't like her short haircut. I thought she could do look better with the longer hair. Right. It would have made her. It would have made her look less angry and matronly uh-huh. because she she portrayed that. Throughout the, 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 you know, she was angry at all the other girls, angry that she wasn't getting a chance, you know. But that long hair she had when she was a Dolphins cheerleader, I think that would have kept her around for a couple more episodes. I hear Does you. that make me a misogynist? No, not at all. You like what you like. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to judge you for that? Hey, I like the tennis ball head girl. She has short hair. It just works for her better. That's all I'm saying. I agree. And I agree that, that, that this crystal needs someone to hold their own against her because I think, and we haven't really had a chance to talk about this, but I believe crystal is t- terrifying. I think she is just she's bad news on every level. But she's going to be around for a while, isn't she? She's got to be horrible because her brother, who's a, who's a, a street person, would rather live on the street than be with her. <laughs> Good point. I didn't even think about that. Rather than be rescued by her, he would rather remain on the beach in Venice. I mean, who lives in, in the street? And, you know, the street's no fun, even in California. True. Where the weather's, you know, mild. True. We all know the street is hard, Ralph. I know. You I know. We, we, we've been there. Oh, we've been there, buddy. And I'll tell you... If 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 your sister sucks that bad to where you'd rather just you know fight it out on the street with the pimps and whores, that's <laughs> she's got to be pretty bad. I agree. So we're agreed on that. And she told everybody all the hours she works. She's very confident. She works so many hours. Yes, and she's a she's a fitness coach and a life coach. So you know she knows what's going on. She's got it all. And she goes like this, hi. That's how she says hello to everyone. So you know she knows what's going on. But what kind of life coach can she be if she can't coax her brother off of the street? Well, she could probably get ripped, though. She could probably teach him <laughs> how, to, how to do squats or dips or something and make him yoked. <laughs> my brother's still a meth head, but you should see his plank. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got great lats. <laughs> P, His I, obliques are stretched. P, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me and talking about this show last oh, night. Oh, Ralph, it makes me laugh to talk to you. I'll do it whenever. Uh, buddy, uh, you are welcome on the Ralph Report anytime for any reason. Thank you so much for joining me, and it's been a real pleasure, sir. Thank you, Ralph. Go Eagles. Fly. You know, there's nothing like uh, good, wholesome people like the people of Philadelphia having something to celebrate. You're goddamn right, P. <laughs> Listen, man, seriously, this was so much fun. Thanks so much for doing it. I really appreciate it. Love you, brother. Have a great day. All right, we'll talk soon.